Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Job 36, 11. Job 36, 11. Job 36, 11. Last week, I was on a retreat at the redemption camp, and I began to seek the face of the Lord for the year. And, you know, God began to speak to me about the year, and I believe what he said to me. And those words are going to find expression in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. 2024 will be your best year yet in the name of Jesus Christ. It will deliver all that God has in store for you in the name of Jesus. Can you say loud amen to that this morning? Amen. This evening, pardon me. Praise God. Job 36, 11. If you're there, say yes, I'm there. If you're not there, say wait for me. Job 36, 11. It says, if they obey and serve him, they will spend the rest of their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If they obey and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. I want to talk tonight about what I've titled Prophetic spiritual keys for a prosperous 2024. Prophetic spiritual keys for a prosperous 2024. Glory to God. This is the word that the Lord has put in my heart and I believe that it is the word for the now. Glory to God. And God will speak to us in the way only him can. In Jesus' precious name. Glory to God. Lord, we ask that you would anoint your word. In the name of Jesus, speak to us the way you can. Let the entrance of your word give light and give understanding to our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, I just say, say loud, amen. amen. Glory to God. The plan of God is that the succeeding year is better than the preceding year. I say that again. The plan of God is that the succeeding year is better than the preceding year. God's plan is not for us to have a better yesterday. Every year that we step into is supposed to move us closer to the fullness of the plan that God has for our lives. And listen to me very carefully. When I say the fullness of the plan of God for your life, it doesn't mean that the experience has to be smooth. It doesn't mean that the experience has to be rosy. So even while Joseph was sold into slavery, while Joseph was being lied against, okay, by Potiphar's wife, it was moving him closer to the fulfillment of God's plan for his life. So, when we talk about, you know, you getting to the fullness of the plan of God for your life, it's not that 
every time everything will be good but you see each day you are getting closer so even though you may not see anything on the outside God is doing something on the inside God is at work in your circumstance God is at work in your situation so you may not feel that way you may not feel that way your circumstance may not feel that way but that does not change the fact that God is at work glory to God say glory to God so God wants us to spend our days in prosperity and our years in pleasure he says in third John 2 he says I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers so we see there that there are three levels of prosperity all right so we have the prosperity of the mind of the soul we have the prosperity of our bodies and then we have the prosperity you know that relates to material or financial you know abundance but most times what we focus on is that material so somebody is thinking oh my life has not moved better i'm not prospering I'm not doing well, but you had a better prayer life. You are prospering, my sister. Oh, I'm not prospering, but you were serving more in the house of God. You're prospering. Because in the, God does not measure prosperity the way men measure prosperity. So even though I do not have money in my bank account sitting there, I know that this year is a blessed year for me. Glory to God. As our glory to God. It's a blessed year for me. All my dreams may not have come to pass, but I know that something shifted for me. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Because I know that God is in the business of moving me forward every year. I trust him. When he says that the path of the jaws is a shining light that shines more and more onto the perfect day. So listen to me, child of God. See, God did not promise you that the journey will be smooth. But what did he promise you? A safe landing. You will, you will land safe. Say so you will land safe in the name of Jesus. So you, God wants you to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So it says in the book of Job the 6 11, it says, it says, it's if they obey and serve him, they will, not they may, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in is sacrosanct. It is certain, guaranteed a hundred percent. They will. Now, this is God's word. And we have to understand when God is talking. God talks sometimes with a sense of assurance. He knows what he's talking about. So he says, if they obey and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Glory to God. Say, glory to God. So, obedience is very, very important. One of the things you have to come to terms with is the fact that your life is not your own. 
When you call him Lord, what you are saying is that he's your owner, he's your master. So your life is not your own. You were bought with a price. Glory to God. Who oh, I said glory to God. So you were bought with a price. So you have to walk by the dictates of your Lord, of the one who has called you glory to God. So obedience is very, very pivotal for us to come to the fullness of the plan of God for our lives. Obedience is very important for us to prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospers. I want to share with us five areas of obedience. Number one is obedience to his word. Obedience to his word. You must embrace the word of God. As you step into a new year, you must embrace the word of God, the Bible, the scriptures. Glory to God. It says, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, for you shall meditate therein, there and night, to observe, to talk into the decision therein, for then you will make your way prosperous. Joshua 1 8. You will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. So you must be obedient to his word. What is God's word saying about a circumstance? What is God's word saying about your situation? What is God's word saying about your business? What is God's word saying about your career? Glory to God. God's word says that you will not take what does not belong to you. Glory to God. So when you have the chance to steal what is not yours, you go by the word because you are obedient to the word. Glory to God. If you've never been tempted with money, you've not been tempted. The highest level of temptation is finance, is money. And when I say money, I mean real money. Not 10 million. Real money. Real money. Real money starts from 100 million. Real money. So what you have is not real money. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Real money starts from 100 million. Real money. Actually, what do you have real money? Even me that I'm preaching. <laughs> Don't say I'm getting there. <laughs> Never forget that. It will help you. Real money starts from 100 million naira. So when you have 1 million or 10 million, you don't think that you are a millionaire because you are not. Praise God. Say praise God. Because if you, if you buy gas from that 1 million, now you're around something thousand naira. So you are not there yet. I'm not there yet. Nobody is there yet. But the kind of word that God will commit to us in grace, we will lend to nations who will not borrow. Ah, you don't hear me what I'm saying. I say we will let to nations who will not borrow. Let your hear me sure that you believe that this, this night. I mean it. That God will give us secret riches of secret places. Hidden riches, I'm telling you. In this, in this life, in this, oh, Kaladaba, in this church, we are going to do projects in hundreds of millions, in billions, as the Lord lives. I'm telling you. Glory to God. 
Obedience to his word. Number two, obedience to his instructions. Without instructions, without divine instruction, a life will be full of toiling and struggle. In Luke chapter 5, Peter said, we have toyed all nights. So these guys were professional fishermen. So as you begin to walk with God, you will realize that it's not of him that will it or run it. It's of God that shows mercy. It is vain to wake up in the morning, go to bed at night, for lo, he gives his beloved sleep. So as you run your business, as you run your career, one of the things you have to, one of the, I mean, one of the things I love about testimonies is the fact that sometimes God does some things to prove to you that you have no hand in it. I'm telling you the truth. How do you explain that somebody who did not apply for a job got a banking job? Fever was sharing that testimony. How do you explain that? Because God will do it in a way that only him can take the glory for it. And I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus Christ. God will do for you in 2024 what only him can take the glory for in the name of Jesus. What you will not be able to ascribe to your degree or your pedigree or your connection. Those are the things that God will begin to do in your life in the name of Jesus. Let your amen be louder tonight. I decree in the name of Jesus as your amen will turn down. Receive open heavens right now. In the name of Jesus, receive this money can buy. Receive this money cannot buy. In the name of Jesus. Obedience to his instructions. Peter said we have toyed all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, at your instruction, hear that testimony that Dr. Jerry gave. He said, God impressed it in my heart. God impressed it in my heart. When I was going to resign my job this year, God, it was like, a, it was like God said, it was like everyone called a meeting and they said, it's emergency, emergency, emergency. You have to resign now. I'm like, wow. Now I'm seeing why. Now I'm seeing the reason. So obedience and let me tell you something. Sometimes the way God leads you may be a, a different way, a unique way. He told Isaac, your fathers, they will go down to, he said, but you don't go down to Egypt. Stay in this land and I will bless you. And the Bible says, and Isaac sowed in the land and in that same year, he reaped a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. And the man works great. He went forward until he became exceedingly great. And the Philistines envied him. This year, this 2024 that we're about to enter into, God will make you an envy. Oh, your amen is not. I said, God will make you an envy. In the name of Jesus. Obedience to his instruction. What is God asking you to do? That's why you cannot be running everywhere in the new year it is dangerous for your health 
You can't be doing everything, trying everything. You have to sit down and hear what God wants you to do. Not all business is your business. Not all career is your career. Glory to God. God did not call you to everybody. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So you have to be more concerned about hearing than you are concerned about movement. Because a lot of people did not hear. Yet they went. If you went without hearing, you are still coming back to sit down to hear. <laughs> because when you meet confusion, when you meet lack, when you meet oh glory to God, you, you, you will be forced to they are telling you pray, 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 pray. You say you will not pray. See, life will humble you. will pray. You will join online platforms. You will join A. You will join B. Because you know that your life is dependent. May, may, may it not become desperate for you. Obedience to instruction. There's some of you that God has been talking to you. Change that line of business. You shall want to. Ah, no, it's my passion. It's my passion. He said, change it. The one who made you said, change it. Say, no, it's my passion. Passion is my passion. Passioning woman, no passion. You say, no, ah, no. Change. A friend of mine who is doing well said, when she left school, she began to have this in for accounts. Accounts, a very dear friend of mine. Accounts, accounts. This was somebody who studied microbiology in school. And then she obeyed that voice. And today she, she works as a top accountant in a reputable company. Earning seven digits in a month. Committed to God. Serving God. The mistake or the problem with a lot of people is that once the Lord bless them small like this, they will run away from church. Say, is that my job? Ah, is that my job? Is that my marriage? Is that my marriage? Is that my husband? You don't have to make food for him. You know, it's like you know everything fresh. You know, I just have to you know take care of my husband. You know, say, is that my wife? Oh, ah, if I want to go, you don't say, oh, Nina, you're leaving me now. You say, oh, I'm not leaving you. Then you go back home. Say, is that my children? You know, we have twins, you know. Twins that we're praying to God for you to have. Now you have them, you are, you are using them as excuse for not serving God. May you not be ungrateful. May you set your priorities right. When you were broke, that you had nothing. So now you cannot say that, no, you know, I, I, I can't take leave, you know, because, you know, I, ju I just want to focus on my KPI. You know, you, you know KPI now. You that you were at home struggling. You... you now you now know KPI. <laughs> oh my God. If you are too busy to serve God, you are too busy. Obedience to his instructions. If you are too busy to pray, 
You are too busy to sit down to hear God. You are too busy. How can you not? You know, there are, there are some jobs that you know that this job is taking your soul. I remember you have had such, such jobs before. That you know that it's just a matter of time. You would soon die. You, you know. Anybody like that here, talk to me. You know that either this job kills me or I kill, something must happen. Something has to give. You see, let me tell you something. When you find yourself in that kind of situation, begin to cry to God. And say, God, have mercy on me. This job will not kill me. Because there are people that go to job, they will just slum and die. When you see Koyle, eh, eh, eh. see my boss, my boss. Eh, eh. <laughs> Obedience to his instruction. Obedience to his will. To his will. Ephesians 5, 17 says, Be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Hebrews 10, 7, Lo, I come in the following of the book written of you to do thy will, O God. What is so important after all is said and done is the will of God. That's what really matters. Glory to God. The next one is obedience to spiritual authority. Second Chronicles 20, 20. Believe his prophet, you will be established. Believe his prophet, you will prosper. So your prosperity is connected to your spiritual authority. Glory to God. Obedience to his voice. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. Can we see that scripture? Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the, of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high. I thought you would say amen to that. Will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Verse 2. says, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Next verse. Say, blessed shall thou be in the city. Ah, oh, your amen is not believing. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the field. Verse 4. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. And the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy stall. Oh, glory to God. Blessed shall that be when you comest in, and blessed shall you be when you goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way. And they shall flee before you seven ways in the name of Jesus. I hear in my heart that some of you that people have been threatening you at work. I decree in the name of Jesus. They will come at you one way. They will flee seven ways in the name of Jesus. Next. Next, next, next. Verse 9. Glory to God. Verse 9. It says, the Lord shall establish thee as an holy people unto himself as he has sworn unto thee. Thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. So it says, if you will hearken to his voice, 
You have to learn the discipline of sitting down and meditating. Not just on the word, okay? You need to sit down to meditate on your life. You see, there's a Yoruba that says that Entoba Monuro Amopedu. Sometimes all you need to do is just to sit down. And some of you here, you are not dancing because you've not sat down to think very well. You, you have no idea that there are people that, as, as we are here right now, people are dying. Like they are dying, literally. To understand that to him that is just to the living, there is hope. That you are, he says, a living dog is better than a dead lion. So, that you're here today is proof positive that your future is great. Maybe it is you that you are alive that will drive car. You know what I'm saying? To the living, there are possibilities to the living. Possibilities to the one who is alive. You can sit down there and complain. Oh, you know, somebody says that it's because you have head, that you have headache. So if you think well, there is something to be thankful to God for. I'm telling you the truth. That clothes can sit on your body. That clothes can sit on your body. You can, you fart anyhow. There are people that is a prayer point that let them fart. They will call prayer meeting over them to fart. You, you, you are somebody in the neighborhood with your own Glory to God. If they obey and serve him. Obedience to his voice. God delivered us so that we can serve him. We must serve him with all our hearts. Because for this cause he delivered us. Luke 174 says he delivered us so we can serve him. Luke 174. He delivered us so we can serve him. That he would grant unto us that we've been, we've been delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him. So you were delivered primarily to serve God. And you must serve him with the whole of your heart. You must serve him, number one, you must serve him willingly. Ephesians 6, 7. You must serve God willingly. In 2024, do not be forced or coerced to serve God. With goodwill doing service, let me have the, 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 the KJV. Willingly, you must serve him. Glory to God. You must serve him willingly. Number two, you must serve him joyfully. You must serve him joyfully. Psalm 100 verse 1 to 2. Psalm 100 verse 1 to 2. You must serve him joyfully. Just make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lines. Verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Serve the Lord with gladness. You must serve him with excitement, with joy. 
And this service has nothing to do with serving in the workforce. You can serve him wherever you are. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to God. With joy. With excitement. Glory to God. The next one. Serve the Lord consistently. Galatians 6, 9. And be not weary in well-doing. For in due season you will reap if you faint not. So the blessing comes. Now let me say this to you. This is, I have messages that can excite you. Behold, I do a new thing. The Bible says uh, he will do a new thing. Uh, yesterday is gone. Uh, the whole, you'll be jumping. But this is the mind of God. Serve him. I was there at the camp and God spoke to me. I heard him clearly. Talk to my people about service. Serve him consistently. The reward, he says that in due season, you would reap if you faint not. There are people who have gotten offended in the place of service and they stop serving. God says that you have to serve consistently. That's where the reward is. That's where the blessing is. Glory to God. The next one, serve humbly. Serve humbly. James 4.10. Serve humbly. James 4.10. says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Serve humbly. Be open to correction. Let your leader be able to talk to you. And let me say this. One of the ways that the devil, all right, gets a hold of people is through unforgiveness and through offense. He says, for we are not ignorant of his devices. What he was talking about there is unforgiveness. And some of you here, the reason you, your life has literally been on the spot is because you're living and walking in unforgiveness. This is the mind of God. I know it like I know my name. This is God's word to this church at this time. Serve humbly. Serve humbly. Then it was just serve humbly. Serve heartily. Serve heartily. Colossians 3, 23 to 24. As we're going to prepare to enter into a new year. Serve heartily. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. From 23. Can I have the message translation? It says, whatever you do, message, say, walk from your hearts. For your real master, for God. Listen to me and hear me well. Hear me well. Hear me well. If you have an employment, hear me well. Your real master is God. So whatever you do, you do as unto the Lord. Not as unto your master, your boss or your line manager. 
This is the reason why a lot of people are stuck in one place. Why their life is not moving forward. Why they are not being promoted at work. is because they are serving not, you know what they call high service. So he says, confident that you will get says confident that you will get paid in full when you come into your inheritance keep in mind always that the ultimate master you are serving is Christ a lot of people you know I, I mean I have the privilege of, of, of employing people and I see especially the Gen Z's the Gen Z's they have this entitlement mentality that is all about them you're, you're doing you a favor no it says you're serving your real master if you work in a place and you feel they are, they are underpaying you God will still pay you in full in fact I say it every time if you want to be great in life, at some point you must be cheated. Go and check it. There's nobody who has really become great that was not cheated at some point in their lives. Go on, from the scripture, go and check it. I'm telling you the truth. But there are people that oh, I don't know. I cannot allow anybody to cheat me. I cannot allow anybody to cheat me. I cannot. Then you are not ready for greatness. Even your Lord and Savior was cheated. He says that he did not think himself, right? Where he belonged. Go and read Philippians 2. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Go to Philippians 2. Philippians 2. Philippians 2. I think that should be from verse 7. He says, Let this might be you, which was also in Christ Jesus glory to God. He says, not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave. Became human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an inc <laughs> he says, it was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death and the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Verse 9. Say, because of that obedience, God lifted him and honored him far above beyond anyone or anything ever. Ever. Past, present, future. Ever. Because he humbled himself. Nobody can cheat me. You dare not talk to me anyhow. I won't take it. I'll give you a piece of my mind. I'll give you. By the time you give everybody the piece of your mind, what will be left? Say, 
So you talk to me anyhow. You know, you talk to me anyhow. You know, I was talking to one guy, you know, and then we're having a discussion, you know, on the highline. And he said, see, I don't care. You know, I don't give a, you know, I don't, about it. I know, this is, I know what I carry. I carry this. I carry, I said, you know what you carry? And you're an employee. What do you carry? You carry nothing. You carry arrogance and pride. I know, I know, I know what I'm what. I know what I'm what. <laughs> serve heartily. Serve faithfully. Serve wholeheartedly. Serve expectantly. Serve shamelessly. Serve shamelessly. Second Samuel 6, 20-22. 2 Samuel 6, 20-22. 2 Samuel, Revy returned home to bless his family. Micah, Saul's daughter, came out to greet him. How wonderfully the king has distinguished himself today, exposing himself to the eyes of the servants' maids like some, well, burlesque, street dancer. Yeah. David replied to Micah, In God's presence, I will dance all I want. He chose me over your father and the rest of our family, and made me prince over God's people over Israel. Oh yes, I will dance to God's glory. Excuse me, if I get undignified, I know what he has done for me. Serve shamelessly. Today we're in church to set up and I was carrying speakers I was carrying chairs you serve shamelessly I'm going to rise than this I will still be doing that because you have to learn to serve you are not bigger than serving God glory to God oh you know I'm, I'm very busy you know I've met people I'm telling you I, I lie not I've met billionaires who are ushers in a church? I've met them. I'm telling you. You know that woman that came here the other time? Yes. She's one of the yourselves in church. I've met billionaires. Even if they are, even, even if they are, some are not billionaires. Hundreds of millions serving as, as ushers, serving in the choir. I'm telling you the truth. I've met tens of them. I've met tens of them. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. See, God has a way of collapsing time for people. I'm telling you the truth. If you forget anything, don't forget this. Real money starts from 100 millionaire. Hear me. Because there are some of you that once you have 500k in your bank account, you feel like you, nobody can talk to you. Am I saying, am, am I lying? Somebody said, somebody said, oh, do you, do, you know, do you know what I have in my bank account? So your friend says, what do you have? I <laughs> said, if I tell you, <laughs> say, tell us. <laughs> say, I'm close to 5 MO. <laughs> Somebody's tight. Never get to a place where you feel like you are too big to serve God. Hear me and hear me again. 
Real money starts from a hundred million. So, if you don't have a hundred million, you don't have real money. I speak to you, I speak to myself. So, you cannot, the Bible says that if you cannot serve faithfully, who would commit much into your hands? If you, are, if you are unfaithful in unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your hands the, the real riches, true riches? When we talk about, we are talking about feeding nations. Not this one that you are still harassing us that you bought food for somebody. Can you just do this and be quiet and walk away from it? I will feed nations and it sometimes I do this for people. I say, please, no loud, just leave it. Leave it. It's okay. Don't just code it. Because the Bible says that if you pray in the public, you come and say that you pray in the public. It says you will have your reward. He said, but the reward is that men will clap for you and say, Wow, wow. Say, wow, this guy, almost this guy is balling. Then we say, neighbor. Real money starts from 100 million naira. And that tells you next year, go and work harder. Go and work harder. Legit work. If you jump up, you will come down. If you rise up, you will stay up. Did you hear this? It says, if you are a crook in small things, you will be a crook in big things. <laughs> if you don't get it, <laughs> next one, serve spiritually. Serve spiritually. Romans 12, 11. Can I have the TPT? Romans 12, 11. Do you have TPT tra translation? I'm going to go into some prayer sessions now. Romans 12, 11. TPT. It says, be enthusiastic to serve the Lord. Keep your passion toward him boiling hot. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. Serve the Lord spiritually. I'm one of the people that believe that you can serve God, alright, and still be spiritual. You can serve God and not serve Memon. Are you with me? serve spiritually this is not you know the year that you are going to be relying on your praying mother on your praying wife on your praying husband I know my mother is praying for me you are at a low level come up here grow up 
when you can be praying for people, prophesying over, over your children yet unborn, nations, can you serve the Lord? It says, when you obey and serve him, and let me say this to you, let me tell you something. No matter what you do, you can still serve God. No matter how busy your work is, you can still serve God. I'm telling you the truth. You can, you can say, I'm not around. I'll join the meeting virtually. While you're fixing some stuff at the office, you're also fixing that. Glory to God. Say glory to God. The question I want to ask you today is, what are you going to do for God in the new year? Because God is counting on you. God is counting on you. Glory to God. Say God is counting on you. God really wants you to serve him. He needs you. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord. Keeping your passion toward him boiling out. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit. Can you, can you do better in your work with God? Can you do better in your prayer life? We're going to be having prayer and fasting. 12 days of glory from January 2nd to 13th. Can you make up your mind? I'm not going to miss any. Whether I'm going to be here or I'm going to be anywhere, I'm going to participate in that. I'm going to serve God boiling hot can you say to yourself that I'm not going to miss a day without reading my Bible those are the kind of goals you should be setting as a believer I remember you know some, some years a few years back each time I clock a year on that day of, of the birthday I read that chapter so when I clock 30 I'll read 30 chapters when I clock 31 31 chapters when I clock 32 like that like that like that but to be honest, I've not been, but there are, there are things that you, what are you going to do next year for God? Today we went out for evangelism in the morning and then, you know, them, they saw me, you know, they, were, they drove past me and they said, oh, pastor, wow, yo, yo, how are you? Like they felt somehow, like pastor was walking on the road alone, sharing flyer, preaching Christ. I was not sharing flyer about church. No, I was preaching Christ, not talking about grace made. It's my personal commitment to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's not those that went to share flyer for crossbar went to do that. I was sharing, I was sharing a tract, and I told my wife, I said, Great news. I got to I got two souls saved today. Glory to God. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? I'm telling you the truth. All those things will not matter in heaven. The cars, the houses, they will not matter in heaven. And I was so excited doing that. Glory to God. This has nothing to do with being the pastor of a church. It's a personal commitment to God. What are you going to do for God? And they drove past me and they were, I said, you, you guys just go. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. Just go, just go. I'll meet you in church. No, it's fine. This year, how many people have come to Christ because of you? How many souls have you won for God? How many people have you talked to about Jesus? 
Those are the things that really count. Glory to God. God forbid, if I drop dead today, I'll be fine. When people say things like, oh, when people talk like this, like they want to say, I'm not dying. I, I have a wife and beautiful children to look after. So I'm not talking in parables. I didn't say anything. There's nothing that's going to happen to me. With long life, God will satisfy me and show me his salvation. I'm just telling you that you have to approach life with a sense of urgency. That you don't, it says, I must walk the work of him. John 9, 3. I must walk the work of him that sent me while it is day. The night comes when no man can walk. People plan to live long. Hear me and hear me well. People plan, I have a cousin who died at, at 20, I think 30 something, 30, 34 or something. When we're in school, I cried like a baby when I heard. When we're in school, we, 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 we could not predict that he would die early. You will live long in Jesus' name. So you will live long in Jesus' name. But you also need to live your life with a sense of urgency. If you want to achieve anything in your life, this is the time to achieve it. You want to start a business? Start it now. As everybody is saying otherwise. You want to resign from your career? Now is the day when you will get to go and send that human and get off from that place. Don't push your salvation forward. You want to write a book? Write the book. This Write it. Start writing it. Tell the whole world that you are publishing a book March 17. And then walk towards it. I hear what I'm saying. There's no time. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you would not live a life of regrets in the name of Jesus. That so you would not live a life of regrets in the name of Jesus. You would not live a life of regrets in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet, everybody. It's time to pray. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshibeson podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshibeson or at Gracemade NG.